Terrace House Talks is a podcast about two friends, one man, one woman, hanging out and watching the show Terrace House Aloha State. I'm Chris. I'm Brittany. Thanks for listening to this episode of Terrace House Talks, where we'll be discussing Terrace House Aloha State, episode 28, Isn't She Just a Misogynistic Expletive? Yes. Um, yeah. So that was a shocking title. It, I was not expecting that ever. <laughs> yeah, I really wasn't either. It's it's not something that we've seen in titles before, and it's not a good word at all. Yeah. And it just, uh, yeah, it... I mean, once it goes through the episode, you understand it was quoting someone saying something from the episode, but still, right. it's not okay so exactly we shouldn't do that <laughs> and and for that to be the way to like it very much feels like they are you know rolling on the fact that people are going to be like be like oh what happened you know like that'll mm-hmm. be effective uh and that is unfortunate and it was taking it kind like only part of the quote mm-hmm. so making it seem a little different than what it was, even though it still is not right. Yeah, it was just... It was definitely an interesting way to go into the episode, and and this is probably an interesting way to enter the podcast episode, but I think that, yeah, it's... It's just that never would be a title if they were talking about Tai Chi. You know, they would right. never use Yeah, them. he's the guilty samurai. Like, yeah. that's how, how they, he's exactly. talked about. And, I mean, frankly, there aren't really pejorative words to use for men because society exactly and well (laughs) and even the words that do exist like it's it's not like it's not a word that is pejorative to an oppressed class in society you know like men have the power and so calling them something i mean half the words that are pejorative against men are used oftentimes by men to like be proud of those things you know like and yeah well and that's the thing too there isn't really any word against men just for being men right that ever is equivalent to words used against women sure you can use words against a man who's of color or something like that but not just you know as like sex or gender goes so Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not a great title. No. Um, and, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, let's just, let's get into it, <laughs> we'll I guess. See. Uh, the panel talks about, a bit about what happened last time and how Tai Chi's finally in love and how Wes is contemplating asking Anna out. Um, they ask exactly what we were asking last time about, like, wasn't she supposed to be on a trip? Isn't she supposed Isn't to be going she somewhere? Gone? And, uh, and... They mentioned that a lot of the de- the destinations she mentioned are not exactly destinations for the strong-willed. Like, not destinations for someone to go and, like, find themselves or do something. It's, like, vacation, touristy destinations, like Bali. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So, it was uh, some nice ribbing on Anna there. <laughs> <laughs> and then they also talk about how, apparently, the online community has created hashtag guilty muscles. Which I thoroughly enjoyed (laughs) yeah yeah because he went and worked out afterwards (laughs) yeah exactly yeah those those guilty muscles so yeah i mean good for him i guess (laughs) 
Yeah. It's like, but it could be misleading because it's like, is are you guilty because you don't have muscles? Mm. Or are your muscles guilty? You know? <laughs> My muscles are super guilty. <laughs> they feel so bad. <laughs> Start using the hashtag. Hashtag guilty muscles. That's my new hashtag. <laughs> we should start using hashtag Chris's guilty muscles. There it is. So that we make sure yeah. that they know what we're talking about. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the it starts off with Taishi and Chikako and Mila just hanging out. Um, I think uh, he's planning on cooking something. Uh, Chikako has to explain what tortillas are, which yeah. I think is so great. Uh, <laughs> when I was in Japan, our local supermarket only rarely had tortillas and so my friends mm-hmm. and i whenever we'd go shopping and they'd have them not only would we buy a few and like put them in the freezer but we would like send text and be like alert alert there are tortillas in the in the supermarket just because they were never there <laughs> um but yeah uh it was funny though but that's I, because you're in japan yes exactly you're in japan <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason yes exactly uh but I like how Mila just kind of, like, walks away from their, like, flirty small talk. <laughs> she doesn't care. No. <laughs> and Taishin and Chicago talk about... Have I mentioned that I like her? You have mentioned oh, that okay. a couple times, cool. yeah. Because <laughs> you also don't care. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Taishin and Chicago make uh, plans for another date, a hiking date. Yes. Um, and so... That's very cute, and as Chikaku goes up to go to bed, we just see end on Taishi with the biggest not, smile. Not being able to contain his smiling. No. Like, he just can't stop himself. He's very, very happy. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> um... <laughs> And then we, we cut to an interesting scene. A confusing scene. Yeah, because there was really no introduction to it. It just kind of put us right in the middle of And we see Sherry outside a hotel-like place. Or a bar. Or a, maybe a bar, but like some place that's having an event of some sort mm-hmm. being, as a greeter. And like she and a few yeah. other women are dressed in these outfits, like these nice dresses. And they're... Well, are these... These really short with yes. a slit cut up the leg... Like Chinese style, dress? it kind of seemed that way, yeah. And I'm just like, what is happening? Like, she's a real estate agent. Why is she greeting, being a greeter? I at wasn't this sure restaurant? if it had to do with her as the uh, pageant winner, if she was doing it for that reason or what. But either it way, yeah, she's clear. It's like clearly she's doing this because she's an attractive woman with this other group of attractive women Mm -hmm. who are like, yeah, supposed to be greeters. And and then we cut inside and see her talking to people and like talking to men, to men specifically, mostly you see the camera panning up her legs. That's right. Um, and and they talk about how like the daughter of a Senator is going to be there. And, and yeah, it was just a very interesting scene of her kind of mingling in this this area, and and yeah, I no idea no what context. it was for. Yeah, it was really weird. And then it just cuts away. Yeah, and it cuts to her <laughs> breakfast date with Eric. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> We're like, what? It does come back to it. Yes, yeah, it does. But it was it was just kind of out of nowhere and and very confusing. And and because it was like a loud party, for most of it you couldn't hear anything she was saying. Yeah, like, you yeah. saw her talking to people, but you didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was interesting. Or you only heard her side of the conversation, or, yeah, it was it was weird. Yeah. And it comes, it cuts to this 
breakfast date, Mm -hmm. which is a really weird date. (laughs) Not because of what they do, Mm -hmm. but because of what they say. And I'm just like, what is happening? (laughs) Where Eric's like, I never thought something so nice would happen. I'm like... You really need to learn how to dream a little. (laughs) I never thought someone would ask me on a date to breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, she asked him to go on an active date. They just happened to go to breakfast. But yeah, yeah, it was was interesting. Which actually makes it worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he talks about how it was like a miracle. Yeah, he uses the word miracle. Or whatever is translating to the word miracle, but yeah. (laughs) It's a little fast and loose with that term, okay? (laughs) This was God's presence on earth altering things to cause this to happen. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, oh, I don't want to be that mean. What? Maybe him being asked out is a miracle. (laughs) I'm so mean. It was a good joke. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and she, so, so... He talks about that. She talks about how great the breakfast is. And mm-hmm. she also uh, mentions again that her aunt, you know, convinced her to do this. And he says that he's glad that her aunt told her to do that. And, uh, yeah. And they talk about how their next date should be something active. And maybe they'll go to surfaceize, a surfing exercise thing. Even, like, a fantastic, wonderful, phenomenal date. I would never be on a date and be like, I never dreamed something so nice would happen to me. It's like a miracle. It's like a miracle. Like, what? <laughs> I don't understand, Chris. He's he's just very happy to be out with Sherry. Apparently, he's this, some big romantic and we didn't know or something. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an interesting one. Uh, great to have him back. Uh... uh... <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because because as i was watching this and, and this will come back later i was seeing like they're laughing a lot but there's no real conversation going on here like mm-hmm. especially for terrace house where they you know maybe it's because they're living together or whatever but like i feel like even the worst dates tend to be fairly they're not just superficial you know like they actually talk about things that that they in, that they care about for the most part i mean it could be that we already know him a bit that they just don't they just kept in those small parts right? Uh, because a lot happens in the episode. So it could be that. That's true. If they're just like giggling about their breakfast and this is some amazing date, then I would like question them even more. So uh, I'm I'm guessing there was real conversation. I hope but so. Who knows? But yeah. Who, who's to say? But afterwards, we, it cuts back to... Uh, a number of the housemates at home and Taishi's stretching and I think Mila mm-hmm. and Chikako are helping him or maybe Sherry and Chikako are helping him stretch or they're yeah. all stretching together mm-hmm. and uh, he mentions that he needs a haircut and mm-hmm. Chikako says like, oh, I've got a stylist friend that you can go to. A stylist friend, not stylist. Also stylish, but a stylist <laughs> friend. Um, and then Sherry talks about the date and says that it was the best breakfast she's ever had in her life. No, she said it was the best date she's ever had in her life. No, I heard it was the best breakfast she ever had in her life. I heard, I wrote down date. Because she definitely said, uh, uh, oh, what is it? Asu Gohan? Mm-hmm, okay. 
and like because I, I remember her talking about. Well, no, like, she talked about the breakfast too. Yeah, but I thought the the sentence about the best blank in her life was about the date. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I wrote it down differently, but hmm. that, that's interesting. It's something it's apparently very good, and she she mentions the miracle comment as well, and talks yeah. about how sweet that was, and yeah. so she's clearly feeling it, and she she enjoyed yeah. the date, and and sees something there and Mila even asks like are you do you like it more now and she says yeah yeah I'm, I'm liking it more um but, but she also says she doesn't want to be like dependent on a man exactly like she she talks a lot about how she wants to maintain her freedom and her mm-hmm. like meeting people is not only something that she likes but something that's important to her and it has to do with her her work you know and yeah. this kind of goes back to what we saw earlier but she mentions that you know with her job networking and meeting people especially people with lots of money has uh, is very important to her and it's important for her finding i guess new people to, to buy and sell homes with and yeah she has social obligations with older men is yeah what she's, the way she and puts it she says that like the top one percent that mm-hmm. she's trying to network with are older men mm-hmm. And so as long as Eric would be cool with it. And she gets asked out a lot and just like, yeah, yeah, she has a, a, you know, clearly a social calendar that. Yeah. And and to me, I also kind of got it as like, as long as he's cool with it and also like she's going to go in there and not be like, I've got a boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. And this is where it was very... I wish that some of the other housemates had asked clarifying questions, although mm. I understand why they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> because I wasn't sure exactly what she was saying in regard to responsibilities and networking and with older men. Like, does she mean she's just flirting with them or right. does she mean that she has sex with them to get, you know, them to be clients of hers for yeah showing houses to or introducing her to other people or i don't know it was very unclear but it was definitely within the context of i don't want to be tied down and i'm gonna do whatever like to to further my career yeah i agreed i thought it was it was really really ambiguous you know social obligations to me felt very much like a uh a way of skirting around saying exactly what you meant exactly um but i also thought about how like it kind of reminded me of rico peen and boys and girls in the city and Mm -hmm. how she ostensibly wasn't showing that she was getting into a relationship because as an idol it was bad for her image to be seen as in a relationship yeah. And while I don't necessarily think that that's good, mm-hmm. it, that I guess I could understand if it, if for her it's, it's it like, is she, is she just saying like, I cannot be obvious or, or like, I cannot show that I'm in a relationship or seeing someone and as when I'm out in these things, I need to be able to be flirtatious to seem available and seem flirtatious, even if I'm not, or if yeah. it's. I need to be available and be for t- and, and be there and possibly engage, engage in, in those things. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I really, I really didn't know, and it, it, it threw me for a loop because, like, it didn't yeah. seem like Sherry from what I'd seen so far. Like her, like her yeah. talking to Taishi to me felt really responsible and mature. Mm-hmm. And like this, especially with the ambiguity, it feels less kind of 
uh, clear and intentional as, as she had been in that conversation. Yeah, for sure. But also with that scene before, it made a lot of sense because you're being a greeter with this little Asian umbrella mm-hmm. and in this super short skirt with a slit up it and at a bar talking with older men it very much gave a feel of wait what is happening and totally. then when she said that it kind of just made sense so yeah yeah absolutely it, it definitely it's a little off-putting yeah. uh i think that it's Especially, like, as you mentioned, like, the Chinese dress, the Asian style umbrella. Like, it's very tokenizing, or at least it feels that way. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's... I mean, it's it's not okay. Like, I'm not making a statement about her specifically, but, like, that any woman would need Mm. to be sexualized or sexually available for rich men just so that they'll want to do business with them is absolutely unacceptable and intolerable. Yeah. Uh, but in some fields, obviously, as we've even seen with our society right now with things mm. that have come to the surface, like, that is a common thing in many fields. And it's atrocious. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's very frustrating but in also just in relation to her, it, it's confusing because before she had made statements like, I would like to help underprivileged kids. Right. Like, and tell them that they can make it. It's like, well, if you can only make it by older men treating you as a sexual object, then that's like, Exactly. How are you inspiring people? Uh, So it's just, it's very confusing and strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely... And just frustrating that that's there. Mm. You know, obviously you know that this type of thing exists, but, like, to see it and... Well, and that's the other thing is that not only do none of the housemates really comment on it, but, like, by the show showing this Mm -hmm. as a thing, it in some ways approves of its existence that this is something that is just part of the world and there's no problem here you know and And no one on the the panel no one else like comments on it really as on the atrocity that it is as you mentioned and that's really really frustrating well and that's the thing any comments about the situation are just made about her right not about the wider social structure and just made about her in relation to another man mm-hmm. and if things are fair for him, which we'll get to, but it's not, nothing's delved into about her and as a woman being in this position and, you know, about how these things happen or, or whatnot and, and what's wrong with it. So, yeah, not great. Not great at all. The panel does come back and, and they comment on how great Chicago's legs are. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> they bring up a picture of her butt. Did they? I didn't they, even notice. Yeah. I might have been taking notes. No, they brought up a picture of her butt. Oh. When they were talking about, like, oh, her short shorts or whatever. That's like, not just, good. yeah. Like, like literally the just the butt, like, yeah. not even the rest of her body? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Waist down. That's not great. Yeah. 
Terrace House. Yeah, Terrace do House. Better. Terrace House. This season, it's taken a hit. Yeah. They're they're being much more objectifying, mm. much more sexist than they had been previously. Which, yeah, it's just I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really not, that's really frustrating. Um. But yeah, but they, they also mentioned that, you know, Sherry is trying to connect with the rich, you know. She's trying to, to get in with that, that crowd and, and, you know, again, not talking about it as in, is this the only way for her to be successful? Because then that's a problem, mm-hmm. you know. Or does she yeah. feel this is the only way for her to be successful? Instead of it being like, she is choosing to do this. And she is choosing to do this, of yeah. course. But like, very much only focusing on that element, you know. And, and I think that, that comes with certain judgments and things like that. And, and not to say the judgments aren't valid, but if that's all that you're focusing on, I think that that's... Well, I don't know. For the panel, it didn't really quite seem like they thought that it was even a negative thing. What, the, the environment or the herd trying to do it? Both. Hmm. Which, I mean, coming from Japan, that's not a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, maybe, and maybe this is me projecting onto it, but I got the feeling that when they're talking about that, they're being like, you know, oh, Sherry's trying to network, you know, she's trying to get in there. And, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think that... That's... I think the housemates definitely saw it as a negative thing. Totally. But I wasn't, I, I wasn't sure about the panel. Yeah. And then they, they talk a little bit about Mila for the first time. <laughs> and how... They do. She is probably someone, or like, she looks like someone who would be time traveling from the future who has a specific <laughs> mission in time who would like save the earth exactly <laughs> <laughs> which i'm like yes that's true but they they entered the whole conversation just being like mila's really cute right she always looks so cute which i'm not saying she doesn't but partially that's the only comment they can really make because they haven't shown anything about yeah. mila because she's not in any type of romantic situation right now which also is frustrating absolutely that they're just focusing entirely on the romantic things bringing in people who have already left the show and we Mm. were happy to get rid of um (laughs) and not showing her really at all so yeah yeah and uh we see guy and taishi chatting about um just how their their lives are going and what's going on um guy has uh he did a Volcom photo shoot with like the international team there and he's going to yeah. go on a trip with them to do another photo shoot uh, for some modeling. I yeah. Think? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, like that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. And you know, Taishi's like, yeah, you're, you're really doing amazing. You're on a roll this year. And, and Taishi also mentioned that he is head over heels for Chicago and he's just so in love with her. He and definitely that, needed to mention that again. Of, oh, of course. Um, and that he mentions here that he knows that she likes short hair, so that's why he's getting a haircut from her her friend. And maybe he can ask him some questions as, as yeah. he gets his haircut, which is what we'll see later. Um, it's always good to ask questions about somebody else instead of asking them directly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, who wants communication yeah. with the person who you're trying to date? Well, and the person that you live with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> and Taichi says that she's the third girl he's ever wanted to marry. Yeah, that that was a thing that was said. That was a thing that was said. So, <laughs> at this point, I feel like it's banging on the same drum, 
But, like, Taishi, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, you've known this woman for two weeks, maybe? Yeah. And you're already saying that you want to marry her. Like, what does it say about the other two women? What does it say about, like, how you make decisions and you look at things in your life? Like, you know, this is finally his love to die for. But, like, again, it's like, why are, is that all you're looking for? And why is that so over... Why are you so overly focused on that that you don't actually take in what who a person is you know like you still don't know enough about her that you feel comfortable talking to her instead of talking to her friend the hairstylist like come on well and that's the thing he believes in love at first sight Mm -hmm. and i suppose if you believed in that sort of thing then this could make sense to you but for people who you and i who do not believe in that and we think that's preposterous. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And I think the thing is too, which I appreciate, guy was like, "What would you like about her?" Yeah. And oh guy. <laughs> and Taishi said, "I don't know. It's just her vibe, her characteristics." It's like her vibe and her characteristics, the two most like, like you're literally and, not describing yeah. anything. You're saying she <laughs> has a vibe termed. and she has characteristics. Everyone has those things. Like, yeah. you are not saying anything specific about what that vibe is like or what those characteristics are. You're yeah. literally just saying that she, there are things that, I like, she has arms. Not yeah. even, I mean. Yeah. I, not everybody has that's arms. That's true, right? Like, that would be she, more she, specific she than vibes. Exactly. Her existence. <laughs> there you go. That would be it. <sighs> It's just... She has chromosomes. (laughs) It's really the chromosomes that I'm digging. Mm, Those chromosomes. (laughs) Just like, have you seen those chromosomes? Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. She's got some DNA going on. Yeah, she does. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh. yeah, considering that that's his response after saying that he wants to marry someone, yeah, it's just... Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the next night, I think almost everyone's there, but uh, Sherry, I think Chicago might not be there, but... Yeah, Chicago isn't there. But Sherry is drunk after a night out, it seems like, and as she went to a party, and yep. uh, Mila mentions that she had kissed some Russian person. Yeah, that she came in and was, like, all excited. I kissed a Russian guy. Mm -hmm. And so Sherry joins them, and they start asking her kind of what what was going on. And she is clearly visibly drunk. Yeah. And she shows them a picture of the guy. Mm -hmm. And... He's apparently young. And Mm -hmm. they made out a bit. And, uh... And then Mila asks, which again, Mm -hmm. yay Mila. She's like, well, what about Eric? Not not making any judgment, just asking a question. Well, what totally. about him? I thought you were excited about that date that you went on. A valid question. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of rambles about not wanting a boyfriend anyway. Yeah. If it happens, it down. happens. But yeah, yeah she's, she's not looking for anything serious right now. She just wants to have fun. And, you know, if... Uh, and, and relationships bring pressure you know and right now she just wants Mm -hmm. to focus on her happiness and yeah you know mila asks you know are are you okay seeing both of these guys and Mm -hmm. 
Sherry's like, maybe, you know, I only kissed one, I only kissed the Russian guy, and I haven't even kissed Eric yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how Eric feels, but, you know, I'd want to be honest, but I also don't want to get tied down. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and it kind of just ends there. And I will say this. One, I was pretty uncomfortable with them having this discussion with her while she was that drunk. Um she she was drunk but she wasn't like completely wasted she wasn't completely wasted but like she was like having trouble holding herself up she like was slurring a lot like i think that just from my experience with my friends like that's not the time to have this kind of talk um but that makes sense i mean you're gonna get some honest answers you're gonna get some honest (laughs) answers but you're also gonna get some answers that are honest right then you know and yeah. that deals a lot with feelings, not necessarily with choices and decisions. Yeah. And also, but I think that it did kind of go along with what she was saying before when she was fully sober. Totally. So it wasn't. I don't think that's about she... face. Right. But I think the other thing is that, like, you know, if she doesn't remember things in that conversation the next day, then she can't be held held accountable for them, or it's harder to hold her accountable for them. I mean, oh, I see what you're saying. You know where. You know, if you say, like, what about Eric? And she doesn't remember even talking about Eric with you on that. Mm-hmm. Then it can make it so the next time you talk about it or some other time, she, you know, if she doesn't remember that, then she's coming from a different set of information than you are. And yeah. so, again, like, and we'll see at the next scene, like, the guys start kind of sticking up with each other for Eric. And it's like, if that's the way that they're going to go, they're going to look at this. And they're doing this based off a conversation that she doesn't remember or she doesn't she wasn't entirely in her right mind when she had. Then it's just I think it's I think at least a follow up conversation when she's more sober would be beneficial. Yeah, I agree. Um, So and maybe that happened off off screen and off camera. But like that's kind of just how I was feeling. But I also think that it's it's, you know, I don't think she did anything wrong but i also don't think that she did it the right she did this the right way i think that it's it's not it doesn't show a lot of care for the person who you went on a date with and are going on another date with to just start making out with some rando later on yeah well and i think whenever someone is using the language i don't want to be tied down i just want to be happy to me that communicates that they are not mature enough for a committed relationship Mm -hmm. because they view a committed relationship as being tied down Mm -hmm. um and they view it to some degree as something that wouldn't make them happy right so so that's something that you do need to communicate to anybody that you would date it's not a form of dating that i do or really appreciate but that's her own choice you know so and i think that you know if if that is her choice, then, as you said, she just needs to be honest about that choice with the people who she's seeing. And yeah. she, and if they also are okay with that choice, then then that that's fine, you know, if, that's, mm-hmm. if they're two adults who are both going into it. I also haven't had a lot of, like, luck in that kind of dating. I, I think that it's something that I, I would probably be more open to than you, but even then it was something that... <laughs> Sorry. I just laugh because you're you're the romantic and the one who like wants to be in a relationship and I'm the one who's like 
a little commitment phobic. So. That's true, but <laughs> yeah, I, I but I think that that really the important thing is that communication is important, and I think that she has not been communicative, at least from what we've seen. Yeah, which also I don't know. To me, I question things if somebody is phrasing it. I don't want to be tied down rather than it just seems like they're being a little not real with themselves hmm. and looking actually at what they want. If it's I want to be able to make out with whoever I want whenever I want to with no commitment or strings attached, that's one thing. Say that. But don't phrase it in a way that makes it sound a little more sanitized for you hmm. or something like that. I feel like that's how I feel like people do that a lot in our society, and it bothers me. I think that that's totally fair. I think that that, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That that it's easier to say, and I think that our society knows that that's what you're saying. You know, like this has become a uh, another way of saying basically that I want to be able to do whatever I want without having any, any consideration for other feelings or ramifications. Exactly, and but. Instead of saying all that, you just say, I don't want to be tied down, and people mm-hmm. kind of get it. I just want to do what makes me happy. Exactly. Yeah. And then what? Are people going to argue with? You're no, sh- you should be unhappy. Exactly. It just, it kind of stops conversations. Totally. Instead of really analyzing, is this okay? Is this right? Is this respectful? You know, any of those questions. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because most of the time, people don't just start making out with a random person after they've had the conversation about what they're looking for, right? Right. So it just allows people, in my opinion, to live a little irresponsibly in regard to other people's feelings or wants um, or desires without really analyzing. I agree. And being self-critical. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the next scene is, is Taishi and Wes talking about what they'd heard the night before. And, um, you know, Wes mentions that, you know, she says different things every day and that, you know, he doesn't, he can't really read her and that, you know, or what she wants or what she, she's choosing. And Taishi asks, you know, that this could be bad for Eric, you know, that she could be bad for Eric and, and that, you know, he, he brings up that like, you know, this Russian guy isn't wealthy. It doesn't seem like it's really about networking. Right. Which like. So if her saying, you know, I have to network and be available was a way of saying, like, I need to be able to, you know, be sexually available to Mm -hmm. men who I want to network with, then I think this would be a valid point. Yeah. But again, it was ambiguous. And if she was just saying, I need Mm -hmm. to seem available, then she can still choose to make out with whatever, you know, poor Russian dude, as well as (laughs) Eric, you know, uh, while she yeah. continues to seem available to others. But, yeah. Uh, um, and so they were saying that she should tell Eric how she feels so that he can decide how to proceed, which I think, yeah, that's right. Um, and that's I what agree. anyone should do in a relationship, to be respectful. Yeah. And uh, and this is when Taishi says that, you know, if she doesn't tell him, like, she needs to tell him because otherwise it's not fair and... Otherwise, isn't she just isn't she just a misogynistic misogynistic expletive? Yeah, and I uh, and like again, that's 
better context, but <laughs> still not great. Still, you don't need to say, like, th- that word is not adding anything to right. the discussion. It's just now ch- changing this conversation into adding misogyny into it rather than just actually talking about what's going on and saying if she doesn't then isn't she just being selfish or inconsiderate or disrespectful you know those are and and i mean even if they want to say a bad person like they can say whatever they want but you don't need to use misogynistic language there to be fair we did not do our due diligence and like look up exactly what he said and what that translation's like uh nuances might be and so maybe there is something yeah where maybe this he wasn't not... using the word but at and least the translator just chose this word as the most but yeah if they chose this word it feels like it must be a gendered negative term and any negative negative gendered term a negative a negative term <laughs> any negative term any negative gendered term brings on a lot of issues and problems and and shouldn't be used yeah but even if it wasn't from him and that conversation, it's a problem that that's how it's being translated, and this is what's on Netflix. Agreed. Yes, so. absolutely. Um, yeah. So, and they end their their conversation by saying like they may have to talk to Eric themselves. Yeah, if she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, when I talk about holding people accountable, like you know, she said she should talk to Eric, or she said something similar, but. If, she just says she wanted to be honest, whatever right, that means. Exactly. So if she doesn't remember saying that, then when they say, hey, you need to talk to Eric like you said you would, and she doesn't remember that, then it's just, it can be. Well, yeah, but if she sober wouldn't want to be honest, that's also, also a, problem. a problem. Yeah. So. <laughs> so the next scene is Wes and Anna going out for food. Yeah, I didn't write anything down about this scene because it's Wes and Anna. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you don't care about either of these people. Yeah. Uh, not my favorites. Basically, they they talk about how much they enjoyed seeing each other at Wes's show. She says that he was really cool. Uh, he says he was really glad that he saw her there. And um, then we'll talk about very mixed communications, mixed messaging, <laughs> because he asked the same question. We're all wondering, weren't you leaving? Mm-hmm. And she said that there were a few reasons. Well, he says that he likes her. Yeah, first he says that he's actually interested in her and that mm-hmm. he he was thinking that. And then she said that she's going to leave. And, and she's like, well, that's bad timing that, you know, that you're telling me now. And he's like, well, what what's going on with you, you know? And she says, yeah, I, I was going to, to travel, but I put that off for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons was you. Anna. <laughs> um... um I'm sorry. Let's just think about what's happening here. (laughs) A woman puts her career dreams Mm -hmm. on the back burner, just sitting, waiting in a country that you have nothing to do, hoping that a man will ask you out. She could have asked him out or made any effort to see him. If you're going to be waiting around to see if something can happen... Oh, dear Lord. We don't know what happened with her professionally. We don't know that she put it on hold. Like, it might have been that that was one of the reasons she had to put it off is because, like, she took her longer to, like, fold up whatever her job was. But I thought she said that she decided to stay for longer. 
And that was one of the reasons. She said, but only like a month longer because she's still planning on leaving at the end of this, whatever month this is. So she's still going to be in Mm -hmm. Hawaii for a bit, but she's still planning on leaving soon. I wasn't sure if it was at whatever the end of this month was, but it was like the end of May or whatever it was. So I don't know what time. So it sounded like it was soon because earlier they were talking about June was when Guy was going to go for the other photo photo shoot. So, Mm. like, I think it's coming up, basically. Yeah, so it's just a little confusing because she says that she's okay going out with him, Mm -hmm. but she's still going to leave. Right. And so it's just like... He does say, well, you should just stay here and work here. Which is like, wow, okay, that is forward. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, no, I'm still leaving at the end of May. And, uh... And yeah, they both kind of end it with like, okay, I just like I think what it says like I understand what you want or or what you're doing. I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. The panel seems to because they're like that. Into- that whole conversation was just foreplay. Like this is a conversation between two people who are going to go have sex. <laughs> Which I didn't get, but whatever. I could see it for sure. I, I don't like. Like it was their way of just being like, yeah, no, I'm interested. You're interested. You're leaving, but like, we'll see what happens, and we'll see what happens means like. We should go out for a drink tonight. Oh, and then you want to watch a movie afterwards? Oh, yeah. No, I think this movie's boring, too. Oh, why's your mouth on my mouth? <laughs> is, that, is that how that would go? That's, that's how it would go. That's what they'd oh, say out loud oh, to each other. okay. But in Japanese, I, obviously. I'm pretty sure you're the only person who would ever say that, but that's cool. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. If you want to be like Wes and Anna, you're welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was just... A weird conversation. Weird. And I'm and... like, why is she still in this show? And I, whatever. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. So, <laughs> yeah, the the panel does have their last one where they talk about that, you know, flirty foreplay and stuff like that. And, uh, and they talk about Sherry, like, wanting to, you know, make out with other people or whatever it is and not being yeah. high down. And, and Tokui and you both basically say that they're, like... They feel that everyone feels. Well, Tokui, I think, says everyone feels that way, and then it cuts to a great shot of you being like, "Yes, absolutely," and, and Tori Chan being like, like, "No." no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the perfect contrast between the two of them. Yeah. Like, I love their their relationship because they do like seem to get along really, really well, mm-hmm. but they are so, so different. Opposite. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, but then then we have our last scene, which is. Taishi getting his hair cut by a gentleman named Yosuke. Yeah. And who is, yeah, Chikako's apparently pretty good friend. So he, uh, what? Taishi goes in saying, I'd like to get a style that she'd like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm like, oh, are you not your own person? You can't <laughs> even decide what haircut to get. Uh, Yosuke does say that, that he's a big fan of Taishi. So I imagine he's been watching the show or something, but uh, that's cute, I guess. question judgment. Maybe he hasn't <laughs> gone very far. It's possible. <laughs> uh, but he was actually the uh, hairstylist and, like, maybe makeup as well for her wedding. Yeah. Uh, and so she was friends with both her and her husband. He met her through her husband, her ex-husband. And, you know, he talked about how afterwards he was kind of stuck in the middle where mm-hmm. he didn't want to take sides because he didn't want to lose either of them. Yeah. Um, and now he and Chicago are looking to start a business together. Mm-hmm. Or she's going to help him start a business, I guess, uh, to help start his own studio. Um, and he doesn't want Taishi to t- 
take her away from Hawaii to take her to Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, which Taishi also mentions, like, well, she said she wanted to move to California. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah, it's it an interesting, interesting conversation. When, when Taishi asked what he thinks, like, he should do with Chicago and, like, what would make her happy, you know, Yosuke says, like, that he says just, you know, Show her a good time and don't worry about it, you know, and and it'll be fine because she's, I guess, uh, kind enough and nice enough that she'll be fine. Like she doesn't have, she's not super needy or whatever. But uh, yeah, it was just an interesting conversation. Yeah, unfortunately, it was left with him telling Taishi, "Please take care of Chikako," and Taishi responding, "You can leave her to me." Yeah. As a man, it's his job to take care of her. Gross. This is the worst. (laughs) It's so bad. Yeah, it's not great. Um, And yeah, that's how the the episode ends. And not my favorite. Mm -mm. This whole episode was very problematic. Yeah, it really was. And, And we're getting more and more of that as we go through these episodes. I think that, but even like, this whole season's I think has been worse than Boys and Girls in the City, but I think even right now is much worse than it was at the beginning of the the season. Yeah. So it's 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 a bummer because like I love Terrace House, and one of the reasons I love Terrace House is because it's like it's not hypersexualized or it hasn't yeah. always been hypersexualized, and it can be about real people having real lives, and mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to be the case with what's going on right now, and that's a bummer. Yep. Yep. Well, any last thoughts on the episode? No. No? Well, I think with that, we're going to end our episode. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of Terrace House Talks. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching for Terrace House Talks or send us an email at terracehousetalks at gmail.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate if you left us a rating, a review, and a subscription on that because it really helps us get new listeners. And we always like having new listeners. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next week. Jenna.